Welcome, welcome, welcome to Stuck in the Middle, TTT, Tragedy to Triumph Transformation. This is all about taking the information that we have and applying it to you and your life so that you can be buffaloes, not cowards. We want to keep it raw, real, and uncut. This is for men to improve their relationships and increasing their spiritual values. I'm Ryan Smith, and I'm the host, and I'm with Bunker Weimer. Yeah, and I think about this agreeableness, what's really coming up, because that's a hard one to say, am I too agreeable? I am very agreeable. I think that the thing of being something that we'll probably talk about at some other point, maybe go in more, what, what is the alpha male? And I, uh, I, got, I got into that. And to me, it's, you don't have to win every argument or something like that. And like always it's your way or the highway. That's, that can be even a beta male. That can be. Uh, it's fueled by insecurity. Yeah, it's fueled by insecurity. But the thing about agreeable that I think helps, it's really important to understand Bunker, is that it's informed when you agree and disagree, it's informed by your vision. Where are you going with your life? And if you know where you're going to, where you're headed, you know what to say yes to and what to say no to. And, there, and there's right. no instability or shakiness with that. If they're telling you to do something out of character that's not going to help you with your ultimate vision, the masculine energy has no patience, has no room for that, and is going to say no. Now, how they go about it is maybe another approach to that. But, uh, but in, the, in their heart of hearts, if, if Bunker, you're telling me to do something that's outside of my vision, like it's not going to shake me. And uh, that if, if I'm in my masculine energy, right? And so I think it's just really, and so I think the more clear, you know, going back to what you're saying is vision. You've got to know where you're going. You've got to be ambitious. And that, that ambitiousness being ambitious is because you're so clear on your vision for your life. And yeah. That's where the agreeableness is. And so, you know, if they're talking about something that you're already in line with, you know, you can agree all day with it, but yeah. the moment it's, it's, it's saying, Hey, let's pillage the, uh, pillage the weaklings. You're just like, no. And I all stand in between me and my family and you're not taking my family. And I'm going to fight for that. Absolutely. And one of the thoughts, this is kind of changing gears a little bit, but I think being part of being a man, another thought I had was knowing the extent of your limits. Well, knowing the extent of your capacity, but putting limits on it. Say that one more time. Knowing the extent of your capacity and putting limits on it. What I mean by that, or maybe knowing the extent of your capacity, but choosing where you want to be within your capacity. Um, I tell that to a lot of guys that are dating because I'd say about 20% of Men probably get 80% of the women. That's pretty flip-flopped or pretty unbalanced. And a lot of these guys who are the 20%, the other 80% of men want to be them. They think they're the coolest guys because they're getting all the girls, but it's a quantity thing. And those 20% of men are actually kind of miserable a lot of the time because they're looking for connection. They're looking for a, a partner, someone to, to have a deep connection with, and they're not finding it. It's just a large quantity of, of girls that they're seeing. And I think... It's important to remember that you're just, you just need one. You just need one good fit. And that's kind of a, a voice of, of hope to the, the other guys as well. But I guess what I'm, I'm getting at is just because you can doesn't mean that you always should. And what I, what I mean further with that is if you're a guy and you have the opportunity to go out with 15 girls, what sparked this thought in my mind was 
you're saying like prey on the weaklings because there's a lot of guys that do do that. They find the easy targets. I see it at college all the time. A guy who's 22, 23, did some summer sales, has some money, has a nice car, cute 18 year old girls come in, know nothing about life. And it's like, they can line them up and knock them down as much as they want. There's no fulfillment on either end. And then those young girls just get hurt because in their mind, it's so exciting. The older guy takes interest to in me. He's got a car, he's got some money, he's got life kind of figured out. And then they just drop them. But I do feel like being a, man, a true man in your masculine frame is understanding that you have the capacity to do that and choosing not to do that because you're doing better things with your abilities to do. Does that make sense? I think you said a lot in there. <laughs> I'm sure. I so, did. so by saying yes, I feel like I don't satisfy that. Um, um, but I think what I do agree with, because I think there's something I wanted to say that didn't sit with me the complete, okay. but I, but, but I want to start with what I agree with. And that is, um, just being the real man, even though you have the power to have sex with a woman or, or to have someone, a woman's heart, you know, that's a precious thing in our, even though maybe a woman might give you her heart and her trust, our, the, the real man is going to take care of that. And if he's not interested in her, in the long term, and you knowing that she may be, she's head over heels for you and ready to marry you, but you're just calling, you know, it's, I'm going to use a bad word, you know, a booty call, you know, that's <laughs> not, that's not a real man, right? That's not, that's going to be, uh, that's using that, that's a, an extreme using it, not with the, with righteousness. It's not the right relationship. Right. So I think you, you, you said that, and there may have been, think something else you unpacking but, but the thing that i have a thought with you said like 20 percent of the men get 80 percent of the women and you kind of said that in a negative term you know with what was just said which which is negative but i maybe is going to propose that that could be a positive thing if that's true which i do think is there are some men that are more attractive than other men and it's because these 20 percent of men if that is the number you know, they figured it out to live or at least portray that, that, and that maybe that memory we talked about that iceberg, maybe what is portrayed, the, the visual or the external world may look like a man. You know, if they have a truck, they have some money, they did their summer sales, and they maybe are five years older than the, than the other college girls. So they may look more masculine, but then kind of what you're talking about is that spiritual world is, do, are they really masculine? and have their ducks in a row uh, underneath. But, so that was kind of negative, but I think on a positive term, like that might be a great thing. And that's maybe what we're trying to get. If you are in the 80%, let's get you to that 20%. Absolutely. You can use your power correctly. Cause I think it's great. You want to be that man that when you find the woman that you want to be with forever, that you can play your cards right. And that she wants to give you her heart and trust you. And, and that's a great thing. And so be that guy that all the girls are swooning over. Be that guy who gets 80% of the girls. Like that's that's what this is about is be that magnet that is that standard of righteousness and masculinity. Right. Absolutely. And that is part of like my message that I try to instill in people is wherever you find yourself between the 820 and 80%, we can help you get to the next spot. Like there's hope for you. There's a ton of great resources. There's simple things that you can implement or change. 
that will make all the difference, right? So that's I don't I don't necessarily mean it in such a negative way, but it is interesting to hear girls come to me and say, "Man, there's no good guys today." And I'm like, well, I know a bunch of guys are saying there's no good girls today and they're surrounded by each other, but they're not what each other wants. And so it's like, maybe they're not giving out the right masculine and feminine energies. Right. Exactly. And just on, on a side note, I didn't, you know, I'm open for business and I want to do one-on-one coaching. Is that something that you're open for? Uh, yeah, absolutely. How absolutely. can people find you? Now, I have an Instagram bunker Weimer. Uh, I think it's bunker Weimer, the dating coach. I don't, I don't get on very often. I need to be on more. But uh, there's another Instagram out there that's an old one of mine who got hacked. So don't follow that one. Follow the one that looks more like me right now, not the young me. Uh, and then you can DM me on that. I'll get those messages. And I anyways, I work with a lot of um, men one-on-one, probably more. I feel like I talk to women just to give them insight to the male psyche. So if that's something that you're interested for, because I know that can be very frustrating. If It's hard to find men who will sit down and figure out what they're feeling and thinking and try to articulate that to you. And women need that. They need to know what is the man thinking? Where is he coming from? I need a little bit of a clarification. Sometimes it does he even like me. Why is, why doesn't he respond to me? What does this mean? And um, sometimes I can be a little brutally honest. Sometimes it doesn't always feel good to hear what I have to say, what the guys are thinking, but um, yeah, those are the things that I do. They're not into you, uh, but yes. It's hard one to hear, but sometimes it's the most important. Yeah, there, there is, there is a thing that, and that's, you know, working with me that one of the big things I teach is getting your manslater or your woman slater, you know, you're un- translating man language or translating woman language. That, that's a foreign language. Yeah. The thing is, is I don't even know, speak fluent manese, right? And and so how how hard it is for my wife to know what I'm saying and, and translating all of that. So, and vice versa, my wife doesn't always know what she's saying, but I think I disarmed many an argument because I understood what she was saying better than she knew what she was saying. Yeah. And that, that's the power of coaching. That's the power that you will learn to anticipate and understand what your partner, your spouse, your girlfriend is saying, even maybe before. And you can anticipate that. And I want to give you those keys so that you, you really have, can kind of be dictating the relationship and creating it in a positive way that you have the power. And, the, you know, the, the bad thing is I could be, transforming you into being a better manipulator and, a, <laughs> and because you're, I'm going to give you more power, but a lot of the thing that I also teach is integrity. And, uh, and yeah. ultimately I don't, if I know that you're a person that is trying to use and abuse people, I just won't work with you. So yeah. that, that, that is, a, if, but if you, but I, I, I definitely people that I can sense or have that right heart and have that right relationship, then I give you guys the keys to the kingdom and you can figure that out. Um, and I, you know, to answer this question, uh, for me, you know, for my wife, uh, when she's been in her masculine energy, it drives me crazy. <laughs> and our relationship butts heads very quick. And it's and the, 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 the extreme ownership and maybe the sad part is I may have created and I may have been more in my feminine energy that would, that created more of her masculine energy. And then later I, you know, it comes back around and then she's kind of, you know, telling me what to do and, and being bossy and, and being, yeah. uh, or trying to protect herself. And maybe because I didn't need to create that security. And I know also it's not only me, 
hopefully it's sometimes it's just like life when our life is more unstable, my life, my wife, she will swing to a more masculine energy and, and I can feel it. She knows I call her out on it. And maybe that's maybe where I need to use my approach better and how I say it needs to invite her feminine energy. And maybe I maybe just kind of say it too direct and right on the nose. And therefore it, it maybe creates more of the, the monster that maybe I, I'm seeing, but the, I, I want to say this. So in Eastern, we, we got to define this before we, we're talking about masculine and feminine energy. We need to define this before we close out today. In the Eastern tradition, and I, I think I love symbols. And one of my favorite symbols is the yin-yang symbol. You know, it has black and white, but it also has parts of white within the black and vice versa. And so the yang energy represents, in the Eastern tradition, represents positive, masculine, active, logical, light, day, hot, hard, fast, and sun. Those are masculine energies. You see that? And, you know, the man is for the day, the woman woman of the night. And so the yin is feminine energy. And that's the, the black, where that's negative. And it's not meaning negative in terms of less than in terms of just opposite than positive like magnet but maybe i do think that there's probably some corrupt parts that maybe say and i definitely do think this is ryan but i think i think i'm on good ground saying saying this in the eastern tradition men are like their status is higher than women yeah confucius culture within them and uh Anyway, just when Asian women come to the West, they're like, whoa, they, their, their status increases a lot. Here in the West, we treat equal. We, I don't know if we do treat it equal, but better. We're, than probably, we're probably more than most places in the world. Probably, I, I think so, which there's definitely an argument for the other side. So yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I don't want to be inclusive, super inclusive, but there is a just status, I don't know. I don't want to go too much in that. So, but the yin energy in Eastern tradition is negative, feminine, passive, intuitive, dark, night, cold, soft, slow, moon. And those are opposites than, you know, the yang of sun, fast, hard, hot, day, light, logical, active, positive. So that that I thought was helpful. Is, and, you know, that's, this is, this is religion right here that we're talking about. And, um, and, and just kind of talking in, in excess, the masculine yang is going to be forcing, rigid, dominant, and producing anxiety. And then in the yin, in a, an excessive way, is going to be opposed to forcing, it's going to be needy. And opposed to rigid, it's going to be confused. Uh, yin, too, too much of that is going to be opposed to dominant or domineering, it's going to be martyrdom playing the victim right right and then uh opposed to anxiety it's going to produce depression and yeah. they, they said here it's soft synchronicity quality these are the feminine energies soft synchronicity quality ambivalence creativity right brain intuitive nurturing yielding compassionate 
introspective, internal energy, passive and patient, opposed to the masculine energy of active, external energy, exertion, valor, domination, initiating, left brain, logical, conscientious, certain quality. No, 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 sorry. Quantity for the masculine and then quantity for the feminine. And then opposed to synchronicity for the feminine, masculine energy is gonna be cause and effect and hard. And then just to keep on this list, and this is, so that was the Eastern like yin and yang, but just the list that I have, the feminine energy, you talked about water. I think that's a good symbol. And the thing is, is these are both powerful energies. There's not a, they're, they're both needed. And the thing is, is to be both. And I want to just maybe end on some thoughts with that, but um, uh, I just want to define this feminine energy. It's going to be open, artistic, spiritual, flow, dynamic, calming down, acceptance, empathy. And these, I feel like are, there's a lot of relational components to the feminine energy. Um, judgment outside the realm of rationality, using emotion, prioritizing feelings. Uh, I feel like a, a, a woman in her feminine energy isn't going to when she gets upset, she's going to be able to prioritize her feelings and being controlled her emotions, which is a thing that a man is important for a man to do. It's not. So this isn't unisexual. Like or we both as men need feminine energy as well. Uh, I'm going to talk about that. And then the last two is communication strength. And it's going to be in the arts. The feminine energy is more in the arts. And then here's the masculine energy, which is going to be more in the sciences because they're gonna have more of a structure and rules, right? Where feminine energy is more intuitive and flowy, but masculine energy is gonna have a science that's predictable, structure, rules. It's gonna have dominant. It's gonna be more of a solid rather than a water or a liquid. It's gonna be action, doing, physical, predictable. And then the three are the will, clarity, and focus. And this is along this, so bear with me. Um, logical, embrace change head on. And, and then, it, and so it's gonna be more in the warrior archetype where the feminine energy will be in the lover archetype. And um, both of these are important for every man. A, a real man is going to embrace their femin feminine energy and use that energy when it's appropriate and when it's right. And it's, we talked about that balance, it's being in the middle and ultimate balance means being perfect in the right, in the, whatever the moment presents itself, being perfect in that moment. Sometimes it's masculine energy, sometimes it's feminine energy. But I think a better way to even describe that are in warrior or not warrior, in the archetypes. And there's four archetypes and Tony Robbins talks about these and I love these is there's there's the king and queen archetype, there's the warrior archetype, there's the magician archetype, and then there's the lover archetype. And this is my little rant here for just, so just stay with me for one minute here. This is getting long and we're, we're gonna wrap this up really quick, but I, I love this. And so the warrior archetype is gonna be action and strength, and it's gonna be independent and using justice. And then on the other, uh, 
yang, or no, no, the yin, yin, that's feminine energy. The lover energy is going to be connection, unconditional acceptance, using mercy, and it's going to be dependent. And, and so if we take these two kind of extremes or archetypes, and then in the middle of these, I think are going to also include the magician archetype. And that, and that kind of goes in between the, both of these, and it's going to cut in the and be in balance and using wisdom and intuition. And, and so when I think you've mastered these, I think that's when you can, when you can use the warrior and the lover and the magician, and you have kind of know when to play each one of those cards. If life is like a, a, a card game and you have these, these cards, and when you know when to play which, which energy, which card, then you become the king and the queen. And that's because you have stability and vision and you have mastery, and that's when you have learned interdependence. When you're appropriately independent, but you can also use the connection and dependence and interconnect with people. And that's, I think, being the king archetype. And that's what I, you know, what we've kind of talked about these principles kind of from a 3,000 foot view. And that's why we, I don't suspect you like listening to this and be like, oh, I got it all figured out. Um, and that's why we want to work with you one-on-one -on -one to, or in other settings that are more intimate than this, that will create these principles and how they can actually be applied to your life and actually be powerful, not just food for thought, but food that will fuel you for the fight of life. And I think my real last thought is my, my middle name is, and because I, th I think true masculinity, maybe this is my answer to that, true masculinity a true man will embrace both their masculine and their feminine energy. And the feminine, and my, my name is Ryan Claire Smith. And growing up, when I told people, Claire, that's a girl's name. And I, I would get, I would blush and I'd be like, you're kind of right. I have a girl's name. Oh no. But I didn't totally disown it, but I was just sad. I didn't have a good rebuttal to it. But I think my rebuttal to that now is, yeah, I embrace my feminine energy and I have an artistic side. Those of you that know me, I love art. I love singing, dancing, and traditional things. And uh, I think, anyway, I've, I've talked a lot here. Uh, I'll do, Bunker, any, any thoughts you want to jump in before we close here? I mean, I thought that was great. It makes a lot of sense. Like ultimately there's the yin and the yang. There's the balance of opposites inside of ourselves and in the relationship. And I think it's, I think it's important for people just to think of it that way of we're starting with ourselves, we're getting ourselves balanced out. And then as we come together, it'll create even a greater force, a greater energy. I think sometimes we view the opposite sex as the enemy, not the ally. And it's like, no, we need the other half because without it, we won't move forward. We're better together than we are apart. Absolutely. hundred percent. Independence. And if I, if I could just say this, I think we are on the brink of a new culture shift around the globe. And we have traditionally been in a patriarchal society that is vertical up and down. And, you know, the pyramid scheme, there's a king on top and then the serfs and the servants down low that, and, and that's a very hierarchical hor uh, vertical line. And it's very clear, like the military, very patriarchy society, you know, who's, who's on top of the pecking order. And, uh, and I, I know that well. I have chickens, and who's on top of the pecking order 
<laughs> don't want to be on the bottom because they don't have as many feathers. Um, <laughs> but I think we're on a brink where it's going to be more of a matriarchal society. It's going to be horizontal and it's and opposed to a vertical patriarchal society where there's like, you think of sports, that's more of a masculine energy and there's only one winner. But in, in matriarchal or a matriarchal society, everybody wins, everybody collaborates. And if you think of like music or like a choir, chorus or something like, you go into a concert, music, which is kind of the arts, more of a feminine energy. If you go to a, a concert, everybody wins. There's not just one win, one winner, and, and the half the other. There's a winner. There's a clear loser and winner. Matriarchal society, like in the arts, everybody wins, and that's what I think we're we're, we're shifting towards. And it's hopefully using both of our masculine and embracing uh, the true man embraces their femininity, and their and then using that energy and knows when to use when to be agreeable, when to be. I don't know, disagreeable or say, no, this, this is what we're doing. Right. We're, we're going to fight this. And so, um, yeah, though, yeah, that, those are my thoughts and anything else. <laughs> I love it. No, I think it's great. I think we gave a great run over of a lot of different topics and hopefully for the listeners, it gives them some things to think about, something to chew on, gives them some perspective and hopefully they can do some self like introspection, right? On where am I at? How am I being? Because ultimately, I think that's both of our goals is to help people be better at application and saying, okay, we talked about this, but how do we apply it? How do I, how do I identify first of all? And how do I, I move from one thing to the next? And that's something we hope to cover in future podcasts as well is, is how to do that. Yeah. And I think maybe just in closing, maybe why I may be more of a uh, pushing the feminine energy and maybe why you're maybe more focused on the masculine energy bunker is your focus and who you're working with and your stage yeah. of life. And Absolutely. for men, it's so important, you know, in, especially in like initiating a relationship and getting it going, it's so important to have that vision and to go. And so the masculine energy for men's just starting out and setting the stage up, right. That's a masculine, you know, masculine energy initiates. And so you're in a stage where people are just starting their, their, their marriage. And maybe for me, where there may be more, can I say mature or they've, they've, they're, they're longer in the relationship. You're, you're longer in the relationship. You're going to need to be more mastered of which cards, which to play at, at certain times. And, and men, you maybe need to be more patient, passive, uh, uh, as, as a married man, rather than just kind of in the dating scene. So that maybe is why we have maybe a different focus. And I, I think having these different perspectives are helpful to really highlight our own perspective. And so you married men that are listening to this, um, you maybe wanted to hear more of the masculine thing. And my thing is to embrace more of your femininity. And maybe you men that are on the dating scene that just want to be agreeable, you need to bring more of your masculine energy. And, and, and in closing, you had said this and maybe, actually, yeah, Bunker, I'm going to have you have the last word. Um, can you describe for our listeners the difference between cow or no buffalo and cowards? Buffalo and cows. Yeah. Well, I'm saying cowards, but cowards, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I've always thought this was interesting. I learned this kind of recently from a friend, but when a storm comes rolling over the hills and there's a herd of cows, the cows will run away from the storm. 
that run the direction that it's going. And it prolongs the suffering of the cows because they'll end up being stuck in the storm longer. But buffalo turn head on and they run into the storm. And so as they do that, they get to the storm quicker. And I think that's a great analogy for many applications in life. But how I think of it is a lot of times us as men, we have things that we need to dive into ourselves. And instead of just facing it head on and getting into it, we run away from it. We kind of kick the can down the road. And if you don't mind, I even have a personal example I thought of, of something I do to help me be more of a Buffalo. It sounds kind of weird, but every time I date a girl, I think the common thing when you break up, everybody deletes all the photos, all the messages, they erase them for their life. I keep everything. And I use it as a sense of, I'll go and look at those photos. And if it sparks that, that hurt or that pain or that negative emotion inside, I have work to do still. So I need to be a Buffalo even more and dive into it more, lean into the pain, right? Versus if I was being a cow, I feel like deleting all the messages and saying, oh, good riddance is that's being a cow. That's taking the easy way out. Does that make sense? Application, Yeah. Because if you get triggered by that, then there's a question for you. Like, okay, why am I so disgusted by? Yeah. Why do I feel anxiety? Why am I getting nervous? Why do I hurry and close, close my phone up and don't want to see him anymore? What does it remind me of? What are the things that I'm feeling? What are the fears that I have associated with it in the future? You know, there's so many things that come along with the relationships in our lives. And it's like, why not just be that Buffalo? And it's hard, but it's like, let's run in face first into the hailstorm. Let's get beat up a little bit <laughs> and we'll get through it. And then we'll be tougher because of it. And then the next time we'll even be better at it and better at it. And let's get normal. It'll become a natural process. Well, you heard it. Be a Buffalo, not a coward. Not a coward. There you go. <laughs> All right. Till next time. Thank you for staying tuned. and face your problems head on with the right energy that will and yeah perfect all right thank you ryan it was great being with you all right till next time we'll see ya